Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Agriculture Canada predicts higher seeded area this spring and higher crop yields. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy with 30% chance of light snow. Fog patches dissipating early this afternoon. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high today, minus 1. Fog patches tonight, the low minus 8, wind chill near minus 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy. Fog patches dissipating tomorrow morning, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high tomorrow, minus 3. Wind chill minus 13 tomorrow morning, minus 7 in the afternoon, the low minus 8. Thursday, periods of snow and windy, the high 0, the low minus 9. Friday, clearing, the high plus 2, the low minus 4. Saturday, partly cloudy with 30% chance of showers, the high plus 5, the low minus 8. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 13. Monday, partly cloudy, and the high minus 12. Normal high is minus 10, the normal low minus 22. The sun rose at 8.40. This morning it sets at 5.43 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek again today at plus 4. The cold spot south it, up north at minus 12. Esteban is minus 5, Saskatoon minus 3, Swift Current minus 4, Weyburn minus 2, Yorkton is minus 6. In Regina with mist, it's minus 2, that's 28 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 10, giving a wind chill of minus 5. Humidity 92%, the barometer rising 101.7. Fog in Moose Jaw, minus 1, winds are from the west at 15. Once again, Regina, mist and minus 2, that's 28 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And GGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Agriculture Canada is predicting a slight increase in area seeded to crops and overall higher crop yields this year. Ag Canada says wheat and coarse grain seeded area will see a small rise this year, while oil seeds, pulses and special crops area will decline. The forecast says crop yields will rise about 2% and prices will remain under pressure but supported by the low-value Canadian dollar. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Market Analyst Neil Townsend does not fully support the Agriculture Canada outlook. Well, I would say that all the numbers are very much in flux right now. I I don't know... um we wouldn't really agree per se with those numbers. Uh, we've been seeing farmers kind of, the prices have been, you know, highly variable this year and everything seems to have gotten a window of opportunity. And sort of in January here, we've had a better opportunity for the pulses, which I think has sort of repaired the potential for uh, pulse acres to maintain or even increase a little bit. And also canola has sort of, you know, we don't see a decline in any great way with uh, with canola going forward. In fact, we'd probably say that it, you know, has a chance to be up 1% or 2%. What are your thoughts on, they say production is expected to increase by 2% overall. They're expecting better yields? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I would say that we don't have a great final resting spot for the the previous year for, you know, 2019-20 production. Uh, you know, about 5 to 10% of the crop is still out in the fields across the prairies. We think that the canola number is a little bit long, uh, short. So, again, when you're talking about a 2% increase, I mean, that would be a little bit higher maybe than what trend would suggest if, if everything was normal every year. You're looking at probably a one to one and a half percent trend yield increase for most crops. But I mean, again, I, I just I'd really be cautious about those numbers. Now, if you're asking me in theory, do I expect there to be more or less production next year? I mean, if I'm a you know, I just look at the statistics and I would I would bet heavily that uh, you know we will have a higher production than we had this past year, just because that's you know that's the overall long term trend is up 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 and up. The Ag Canada report also says grain exports are expected to rise by 5% due to lower world production. Do you agree with that? Uh, not necessarily. Again, I'm, I mean, if, if I'm uh, looking at the recent past to be sort of a glimpse into the future, I would say, you know, the most likely outcome for world production would be uh, more. Uh, you know, the like more times than not over the last half decade, we've set records for overall production of wheat, corn, and soybeans combined. And I think that we had enough missteps last year, in particular in the U.S. Corn Belt, that, you know, we, we could reasonably expect them to recover and, and us to have more. Now, again, no, no one really knows what the weather conditions are going to be in April, let alone, uh, you know, June and July and August. So, I mean, it's hard to really, you know, make a definitive statement on that. But again, I'd say on a balance of probabilities, we're going to have more next year, not less. And your thoughts on prices? Well, I mean, again, I think that one thing that's probably the story of 2019-20 so far is that we've seen better signs of demand. And if demand growth can kind of keep up, and again, that's that's happening on a lot of different fronts, but in particular, I think veg oils have been a real sign of strength. And, you know, we continue to see, and it's not just the traditional markets like China, it's, it's around the world. It's India, it's sub-Saharan Africa, it's all these other places eating more veg oil. So, you know, I, I think if we continue to see some growth in demand there and demand kind of keeps pace where we want it to be, we've seen a lot more sort of use of grains and oil seeds byproducts for uh, meat production in places like North America and South America and places like that. I think if that keeps pace, then, you know, we can grow a little bit more, but we can use a little bit more and everything stays in balance. Now, what does that mean for prices? I think that we've seen this year that, you know, prices look like they would kind of get to a darker place than they ended up getting. And, uh, you know, one, we had enough little production hiccups that that helped. But moreover, we just had, you know, uh, steady demand. And again, I think from a Canadian perspective, one country that I would expect to see some rebound in, I mean, again, we don't know, is Australia. And and that would be something that might threaten, uh, you know, our second half of next year, sort of like the runway we have for wheat exports and barley exports. We might face a bit more competition from one of our traditional competitors, Australia. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey Balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers. Plus, bred and open commercial females. 
We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Canadian agri-food exporters welcome federal government efforts to keep the World Trade Organization settlement mechanism in operation. The executive director of the Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance, Claire Sito, says Canada and 16 other nations are making an effort to keep rules-based trade in place. For the past 25 years, the WTO, um, the World Trade Organization, has played a very important role in facilitating rules-based international trade, and we certainly want to ensure that remains the, the case and that we have strong and robust dispute settlement um, mechanisms. As you know, uh, last month in December, the appellate body, which is essentially the highest court in the WTO dispute settlement system, uh, ceased to function as uh, the um, members on the appellate body are no longer renewed. So this is really uh, problematic for, for us as the WTO really is essential in ensuring that the rights of Canadian exporters are uh, respected and maintained. So uh, knowing that Canada is at the forefront of efforts to ensure that the WTO and its dispute settlement mechanisms remain in place is very important. And that hearing that there are efforts underway to put in place an interim system is also quite encouraging and really sends the signal that there are commitments, not only in Canada, but globally by some of our uh, trading partners, that trade needs to continue on a rules-based situation. Yeah, expand a little bit more on that. You more or less answered that, but why is the World Trade Organization so important? Oh, because it essentially sets the, the rules for trade. All the rules that our free trade agreements today are using are based on WTO rules that were established over then uh, 25 years ago. And before the WTO, it was the GATT, the General Agreements on Tax and, and, and Trade, that was really used as the, the framework for the WTO. So the WTO really sets the, the rules and the disciplines that all of our uh, free trade agreements are operating under. So any idea when this whole new process is, will be set up? That remains to be uh, to be seen, but uh, the fact that the uh, WTO's appellate body ceased to function last month and that even before that the EU and Canada had agreed to put in place an interim mechanism last summer was already encouraging on uh, now less than a month, about a month after the essentially the loss of the appellate body, we have commitments from Canada and 16 other trading nations. Uh, we have commitments to come up with a system is encouraging. Uh, that being said, of course, the priority should remain on finding a permanent resolution to the, the blockage of the uh, appellate body. This is really what should be uh, the long-term uh, or, or the priority. But knowing that there is an interim possible mechanism is reassuring. On another topic, Claire, the federal government says it wants to make speedy passage or wants to get started at least on the new NAFTA agreement. Your thoughts there? I think it's about time. The U.S. is about to ratify the agreement. Mexico has done so already, so it's time for Canada really to follow suit. As you know, the U.S. remains our largest and most important trading partner. It absorbs about 55% of our Canadian agriculture and food exports. 
the new NAFTA is an agreement that we have supported as it essentially maintains the current access that we have and also builds on the regulatory alignment and cooperation. There are also some improvements market access uh, related for some of our members. So really after three years of uncertainty, it's time to restore the predictability of access to the North American supply chain. So we are urging all parliamentarians, uh, both in the Senate and in the House, to support SWIFT efforts to ratify and implement the new NAFTA quickly. Claire Sito is the Executive Director of the Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell 290 at 415.28. Oats gained $1.45 at $207.62. Number one red spring wheat dropped $1.64 at $227.32. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Feed barley, $177.68. Flax, $521.35. Lentils, $482.50. Yellow peas, $246.89. Feed wheat, $156.83. In Minneapolis, March spring wheat is down four cents at five forty-two and three-quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty-one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty-five seventy-four. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Slamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 28th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. Heiferet sold from $1 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.70. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.16. Weyburn had a pre-sorted all-breeds calf sale last week. Some of these groups were up to $0.10 cents higher than what they were in the fall. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged two dollars and twenty-three cents and sold up to two dollars and thirty-eight cents. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged two dollars and thirteen cents and sold up to two dollars and thirty cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars and eight cents and sold up to two dollars and nineteen cents. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and one cent and sold up to two dollars and eleven cents. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged a dollar ninety and sold up to two dollars and three cents. Eight hundred to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar eighty-seven and sold up to a dollar ninety-six. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged a dollar eighty-one and sold up to a dollar eighty-six. Heifers were about twenty to twenty-five cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold seventy-six hundred hogs Monday. Selling in a range of 128 to 151 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,400 head. Selling in a range of 131 to 151 per CKG. Hemp's cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is down 24 basis points, with the daily exchange rate 1.3182. 
The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.91 cents U.S. The mixed nature in the regions has been a feature of the U.S. cash market recently that has nonetheless made incremental gains week over week. Typically, cash markets see some strength into the middle end of February, followed by some mid-late March weakness before once again heading upward into the seasonal late spring rally. However, this year, cash markets are already at trend lows, especially in the western Corn Belt region, where values are approximately 14% lower than the five-year average. Record large pork supplies currently in cold storage suggest that either demand hasn't developed quite yet or a strategic move to get ahead of expected demand by processors. That will be revealed soon enough, but for now there is a lot of supply for packers and a lot of pork being processed, which will likely keep the cash upside in check in the short term. Lean hog futures are higher than yesterday's close this morning and appear to be working to fill the gap lower that materialized at yesterday's open. The outlook today, cloudy, 30% chance of light snow. Fog patches dissipating early this afternoon, winds up to 15K. The high today, minus 1. Fog patches tonight, low minus 8. Wind chill near minus 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy. Fog patches dissipating in the morning, winds up to 15K. The high minus 3 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 13 tomorrow morning, minus 7 in the afternoon, the low minus 8. In Regina, mist and minus two, that's 28 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.